Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. My next guest, she's on the line. I'm happy to have her. Uh, I'm always happy to have all my guests, but my next guest has an eclectic background. I say eclectic. That's a word I've never used on the show, but I'm going to use it with her because she's eclectic. She was the first African-American to uh, receive a Ph.D. in social work from my alma, alma mater, University of Houston, Graduate School of Social Work in 2002. She earned a master's in public health from the University of Texas Health Science Center, School of Public Health, and a Bachelor of Science degree in chemistry from the historic Third one, straight out of Third World, Texas, Texas Southern University, where she was the recipient recipient of a 2011 Distinguished Alumni Award. That's huge. That's huge right there. She's a social scientist and inner spirit life coach. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Dr. Melanie Wilson. Hello, hello, LaShawn. All right, was that enough? That, did you? I say enough about you? Did I say enough about Wait you? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was like, who is that person? Who is that person? You are absolutely correct. It is pretty eclectic, and people often wonder how the journey brought me here to the things that I'm doing now that I'm passionate about and that I love, which is related to strengthening the inner core. And I tell you, um, I, I didn't realize that you were alumni to the University of Houston yes, as well. Mm -hmm. So we are cougars. Yes, ma'am. We are true cougars. You're a tiger and a cougar. A tiger and, <laughs> and a longhorn. And a longhorn. Long oh, you got all of about there. You just you, you look like you. Well, I watched the movie Avatar. That's you. You got all the beasts in the jungle out there. The big five. The big the big five, as they say when you well, hunt. I I appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm glad to be here. Well, first of all, you know I'm glad to have you on the show, and I want to talk about that the education. My, you know, I always talk about. See, I changed my major several times before I eventually got a degree in mathematics and my minor in sociology. And, you know, not saying that you changed your degree, but that's, I always like to see people who allow themselves to expand, allow themselves to say, not be pigeonholed. And I looked at your degree in social work, you know, public health, uh, mm -hmm. chemistry. That diversity really allows you to communicate at a lot of different levels and to be able to walk into a room and be very comfortable when you speak. That That is correct. That is correct. And I tell you, I was really, um, I was just that obedient child. And, you know, when my dad said, uh, you need to go to Texas Southern and major in chemistry, 
That's what I did. Mm-hmm. And and <laughs> I did that and I enjoyed that until I had an opportunity to work with the Department of Energy one summer for an internship, a mm-hmm. summer internship. And we were doing autoclave, uh, you know, it was cold liquefaction research, and we were working with autoclave. And I was just in that process, and I was like saying to myself, I just can't imagine working in a lab like this, you know, for the rest of my life. Right. I want to have healthy babies. I'm not sure this is really a good fit for me. But I was <laughs> always that obedient child. I, I, I said, you know, I've come too far not to go on and finish and get the degree. So I went on and I got the degree, and I went into um, the master's program here in the health science center here in Houston at the University of Texas. And when I saw that they were having, initially in toxicology, when I saw they were having so much fun in, in family and community health, I was like, you know what, Rashawn, that's where I need to be. Because that just fit my personality. I've always been a compassionate and empathetic type of person. And so that's when I started navigating my sales towards in a direction that I was really comfortable with. And so from there, um, I just kind of blossomed and, and had the opportunity to go on and, and get my doctorate in social work, which was which was phenomenal and fun. And, and now I am just doing what I've chosen to do. And I, and I just I think it's a great, incredible journey. And I would encourage people, you know what, no matter what you're doing, if it's not what you really want to do, you can always navigate yourself and move towards the direction that most makes you happy. Let me ask you this, doc, doctor. Um, uh-huh. Don't give you credit now. Don't be slanging out. There's a lot of docs out there that aren't doctors, you know. So I'm just going to say the whole word, uh-huh. doctor. How do how does one navigate that? How does one make a decision to 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 create change in their life, especially when they just sit around based on fear? Because that's why people don't make change; they're afraid. How does one navigate that change? Well, you know, the first thing they have to do in that process, and I often refer to it as understanding the journey that we're actually on, and that's how the inner spirit part comes into play with um, what I do and, and what I focus on and help, you know, guide people into that direction in terms of navigation. Mm-hmm. And I think if people understand that they have the power actually to choose the mission that they want to have in this life, then the first step is to first identify and understand that you have that power. Right. I think a lot of times people feel powerless in this process. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of break it down, and I always say you kind of have to deconstruct to reconstruct your life. And when you know within self that, you know, you are just not content with what the outcome is and, and, and the direction that things are going, that's the first step is to identify that. Know that within self. And then you have to figure out what it is you want to do. You know, what is the mission that you want to be on? And develop an action plan to achieve that, to, to, to get on the right track, to, to live the life of your dreams and to do the things that you want. Michelle, let me give you an example okay. of what it is that I do so, so listeners can understand how this process works. And this is a good analogy. Let's say you're drinking a cup of coffee, and somebody bumps into you, mm-hmm. and you spill the coffee. Okay, you spill the coffee. You know why you spill the coffee? Because coffee is what was in the cup. If tea was in the cup, you would have spilled the tea. And so the analogy that I'm making is, is what's inside of you when you get bumped in life, when you are unsure in life, when things are happening to you, what's inside of you is what comes up. 
And so as an inner spirit life coach, and when I focus on the fruits of the spirit, when I focus on strengthening that inside of a person, that's how they get out of that fear, and they're able to make the tangible steps to do what you're talking about. Because what comes, what's inside of you is what comes out. So if fear is inside of you, that comes out. If anger is inside of you, when life bumps you, when things happen, that's what comes out. If rage, if, if jealousy, if resentment. But if I can get people to strengthen the other things that should be inside of their core, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and most important, self-control, then they have the ability to do what you're saying, to turn it around. And that's, and that's kind of what I focus on. Well, you have to keep focusing on that because of the fact that, you know, when you have people, I'm just telling you, I'm an example of an individual where people look at my resume, they see success. But I'm always, I always tell people I'm constantly pushing myself. I constantly get up with a plan. You just can't assume that success is going to come your way, and you can't assume that the plan you have in, your, in place is going to happen. And that's where so many people fail. They just assume, and they get frustrated when they put things in motion. Like they say, I'm going to open a business. They expect people just going to show up and buy their merchandise marketing they get frustrated by that process when can i just stop marketing when are they going to show up i got the best mm-hmm. i got the best uh, apple turnover in the world why aren't people buying i got the best barbecue in the world it's that frustration and that planning and that's why i wanted to bring you on the show just to talk about that we're gonna go in more detail in the next break but i'm on the phone with uh she's a you know she's a she graduated from my school university of houston um she's distinguished alumni at texas southern university that means that she's tied into houston I'm from Fifth Ward. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, she grew up in the Third Ward area. Daddy told her to go to school. Then she, one day she woke up and said, I'm going to do something different. We're going to be back with more money-making conversations. This is Rashawn McDonald talking to Dr. Melanie Wilson. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversations on the phone. It's Dr. Melanie Wilson Lawson. Um, she's um, an incredible person, eclectic, because she has a, 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 a Ph.D. in social work from the University of Houston. Um, public Health from University of Texas Health Science Center, School of Public Health. And uh, her dad, she got a degree. Her dad said, go to Texas Southern, get this degree. And then she realized that she didn't want to sit in the lab. And I think that's the point of this conversation. There's so many people sitting in that lab right now, Dr. Lawson, want to leave that lab and afraid to leave that lab, afraid to walk away from that teller job, afraid to stop driving that car, afraid to make, that, to make the decision that, they fear will be disrupted, but they already already living a life they're not happy with. That That's change, right. that change is important. That's right. And how can you transmit words into being and doing? You know, don't talk about it, be about it. How do you make that transition? And, and I would argue that opportunities like this, listening to shows like this, when you hear people share their stories, that helps to provide a type of blueprint. You know, where people can follow it. And if they follow the blueprint, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel with a lot of this stuff. Just look at other people's situations and their circumstances. And sharing people's stories is so beneficial because you can learn from it. You can learn what to do, what not to do, and even how to do it. Talk about the ABCs. They're your ABCs. Your version of ABCs. (laughs) Okay, so really Not the ABC, A, B, C, D. No, 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 your version of ABC. <laughs> well, my version of ABC, you know, is Doc Hale. I try to 
focus on A being the antecedent, B being the behavior, and C being the consequences related to the psychosocial dynamics of people. And so when you look at a person, you've got to consider the ABCs. And the antecedent are the things that lead or that led to the behaviors that people engage in. So for some people, Rashawn, it could be traumas that they may have experienced in their lives early on. Um, some of the things that they may have witnessed, um, may have heard in their childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, when you speak to children, it can resonate deeply. You know, when you tell a child that they're going to be nothing or that they're lazy or that they're stupid or you say these things, that that can resonate into a person. And as they grow up, mm-hmm. you start to see behaviors manifest based on what they think of themselves. Mm-hmm. And so that antecedent, those are the things that lead to the behaviors. And so when you're looking at people that are engaged in a lot of maladaptive type of behaviors, then there's something going on with their feelings and their their emotions about themselves. How a person feels about themselves matters. Because if they don't feel good about themselves, then that can be destructive. And we can see it in destructive behaviors. And so the behaviors that people engage in are related to the choices that they make and those choices to result in consequences. And so if you don't like where you are in life, if you don't like the consequences that, you, that you're seeing now in life, then you've just got to make better choices. You know, you've got to address the behaviors that are causing those kinds of consequences. And I help people walk through that process. I help them peel back the layers, Rashawn, so that they can begin the healing process. I like you. you know I like you because when you say my name, it's like you like grabbing my arm like an adult. You know, like you you you're talking to a young person, you you brace them. So every time you say my name, you're bracing me, Rashawn. You like you touching my you know touching me on the show, Rashawn. Calm down. So I can tell you're a doctor. I can tell that you know I got just on your tone how you every those every time you say my name, Rashawn, it calms me down. It, it makes does. me just. It, I know you do. I know. I'm feeling it every time you say, Rashawn, and she says it so well. Rashawn, listen to me. You know, that it is so sometimes you've got to let things be Mm -hmm. before you can let things go. Mm -hmm. And that means you've got to truly feel what you're feeling and what you're going through. So many times people tell people, you know, you just need to let that go. We agree, you do need to let it go. But sometimes you've got to let it flow first. You've got to go through the pain. Mm-hmm. You've got to go through the anguish. Guess what? You're equipped to do that. Mm-hmm. The body is equipped to go through the various emotions that you feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're equipped to cry. We have tears. It really is true because you can't protect your child. You know, your child's going to have that bad relationship. Your child's going to have circumstances. And you wish they didn't. You wish they mm-hmm. didn't have the, the emotional stress that your life. But guess what? That shapes them. They shapes them. They they prepare them because otherwise they they fall into that mistake. And I'd rather for you to make a small mistake than a big mistake. And that's, that's right. and that's what happens in life is that you cannot protect anybody to the point that they can't experience life. You gotta allow them to experience life. But while they're experiencing life, is that's that's the part that you know I, I really am enjoying this conversation because you know guess what you're, you're a social scientist and you're inner spirit life coach which i think is really important to hear on this show because people 
want to make change. That's why I love the fact that that, that millennial generation decided to say, you know, some I don't want to work for anybody. I want to work for me. And they, and they get mm-hmm. ridiculed because of that. I, I was listening to a show driving in this morning. They were ridiculing, um, you know, m- millennials because they don't save. I was trying to figure out, okay, when I was 20, what was I saving? When I was 34, what was I saving? I'm trying to figure out when did, when, when did the rules when did the rules that that eight that, that that 18 to 34 age group in each each generation was saving money? They were just they were that thought worthy to say, you know, some I'm gonna save for my future. You know, some when you're that age, there is no future. The future is now. Where can I get my car? Where can I get my house? Where can I get me some new shoes? And so when I hear people criticize millennials, I'm going like, okay, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? At 29 years old. Who do you know was saving money? Who was thinking about the, the stock market at 29 years of age on a regular job? You know, if your, if your company right. was like I worked at IBM and they had, they had that little uh, sharing program. You, you pay a dollar, they pay a dollar, you know, and that, that uh-huh. helped me out. That got me into that, into the stock game. But again, that was my company had that program at that time. And I'm not saying that program right. exists today because people hold you accountable. Everything you said in public. Well, Sean said this. Hey, hey, hey. That was way back then. Way back then when I was working. Now, they might not do that right now. So don't hold me accountable. Uh-huh. But I'm just letting you know is that when I look at people criticize, there's so many people want to criticize people when they want to be themselves, when they want to make decisions for themselves mm-hmm. that benefit them, that they get criticized for that. And I just feel that that generation is, is being being pressurized, especially with social media. You you you, you post a picture, you like, you don't That's like, correct. share it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I remember I, I did. I, I posted one of my videos, and somebody told me, you know, I look gay. I went, huh? I don't know. How do you look gay? <laughs> I was in one of my interviews. You say I look gay, and then another person, you 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 beard too dark. Your beard too dark. Okay, what the heck is this? What? The, these are the criticisms that you get. In social media. Mm-hmm. And so you have to deal with these issues about, okay, if you if you take that personal, then you could be walking down the street trying to walk a certain way. Well, people talking about I walk hey. gay. I don't know what that means. You know, you know what? my beard too dark. I got, I got to change that look. You know, but people can get into your head right. with these mm-hmm. with these negative statements and they can change your, your objectives, your plans. And so it's good to correct. listen to young people when they when they mm-hmm. unsure, just calm them down, say, What's your what's your problem? Don't 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 ignore that. Ignore that. Ignorant people are talking. The ignorant people. You know. Oh. The other thing, Rashawn. You know, the other thing they'll do, Rashawn, is they will tend to suppress or ignore who they really are to wear this mask for society, for their parents, for their spouse, for 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 all these other things. They wear this mask, and they really suppress who they really are because of judgment. Because of what they fear other people may think or say about them. And so what you have is a society of people who can't be real. Mm. They can't be real. There you go. Being real is, is not accepted. And so that's why people find themselves in the situations that they're in because they're not authentic. They're not living an authentic life. And that's why we do what we do. You know, we focus on peeling back those layers. We allow people to understand that you can live an authentic life and be proud of it. Many people are wearing a mask. And I'm going to tell you something else, Deshaun. It doesn't matter what their socioeconomic status is. It doesn't matter if they have JD or MD behind their name. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. All types of people are walking around here with a mask on. 
With the mask on. I'm going to tell you something, Ms. Lawson. I'm going to tell you something, Dr. Take Lawson. Take off the mask. I've taken that mask off. I would tell people, uh, remove the stop sign. I say, you take off, <laughs> remove the stop sign. Because people are holding up stop signs in front of their face, stopping them from success, stopping them from an opportunity to, to move forward. First of all, I want to say thank you for coming on my show. Secondly, oh, I, I'm, secondly, you know, because, you know, when you get start being successful, I like to believe I'm successful. You start having regulars. I like to see if I can have you as a regular on my show. Absolutely, absolutely. We're trying to build a bigger platform, you know, and, and take this to another level so, pe- so we can share people's stories so everyone can hear them and realize they are not alone in facing many of life's challenges and that they can overcome whatever they're going through, no matter how dark it is, Rashawn. And you the know something? You keep it winning. And I'm coming to Houston and I want you on my show. I'm coming. I'm just dropping that bomb right now. Rashawn's coming. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500.